Back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I was made for loving you, baby, and you were made for loving me. And uh, today is uh, episode two of season one of Transformers Prime. It is Darkness Rising, part two. This episode was written by Nicole Dubuc. It was directed by David Hartman, uh, who directed the last episode. And that last episode, we were introduced to Optimus and RC and Bulkhead and Bumblebee and Ratchet and Raph and Jack and Miko, and also Cliffjumper died, and Megatron is back! Bitches! He's back, yeah. And on this episode, uh, Megatron and his Decepticon ship descend over an Energon mine that is in full operation. Mm-hmm. And Starscream brings the boss up to speed. This is the best Energon site they've found yet. They've mm-hmm. been busy, and uh, Starscream orders one of these drones, I think they start calling them, they to call, uh, yeah. bring him a sample. And uh, Megatron's like, um, remember me? I'm, I'm, I'm the boss, and you're not. <laughs> I, I give the orders here, and you know. <laughs> and when, when Megatron, he walks out to a ledge to tell his orders, and when you see him walk by Starscream, you see how big he is. He is a oh, yeah. big boy. What's great here, Starscream's like, Now that you're in space for four years, I guess you got an army or something, right? <laughs> and uh, he's such a little... This is a good Starscream. But <laughs> yeah. um, Megatron doesn't have an army. What he has is the blood of Unicron. Yeah, it's just a little project he's been working on. And Starscream's like... <gasps> That's the anti-spark in the Megatron. Bum, bum, bum. It's also known as Dark Energon. Exposition. And uh, they they need a corpse, basically, to try <laughs> this on. They're going to bring it back. Megatron says, apparently this stuff can raise the dead. And Megatron's like, hey, Starscream, you want to volunteer to test it out, bud? <laughs> He's like, ah, I got a better idea. And they bring yeah. in uh, Cliffjumper's body and uh, to be reanimated. And this is where we have our first commercial bumper. Da, da, da. And uh, back with the Automobots, Prime uh, warns the kids about the Decepticons, and Jack's like, uh, yeah, you know, we should probably get home. And Miko calls the place Botswana. Like, Botswana is a country in Africa. Like, it's, it's yeah, not... Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Anyway. Uh, and then they have a little bit of a... Oh, oh, Ratchet actually does kind of back up to Optimus. He's like, you know... Uh, He's like, they, the kids are actually probably more unsafe here than they are yes. anywhere. And <laughs> then the proximity tiny alarm. They're squishy. The <laughs> <laughs> Prime's like, well, then just watch where the fuck you're going from now on. Eh? But then uh, the proximity alert comes on and we f- are introduced to Agent Fowler. Agent Fowler, who is voiced by Ernie Hudson. Yeah. It's like... Winston said more. Uh, I know. I really hope that by the end of this series, he asks someone to tell him about the Twinkie. Tell him about the Twinkie. Yeah. Um, Agent go. Fowler turns out to be like their designated liaison with, they don't really, I guess he's like CIA. Yeah, or some government agent, because he, yeah, he mentions NSA later that something. he has, uh, his bosses are at the Pentagon, so it's definitely a government thing. He Oh, the kid's high before he arrives, um, and he basically scolds Prime on the whole highway debacle that happened last yes. episode with Bumblebee and uh, RC. He's like, yeah, you want to tell me anything about all that? <laughs> but it, it, Optimus is kind of like really he's a bit of a dick here where he's like yeah. no and we're your only hope but what i did uh, notice almost more than that was that fowler makes a point of saying like a motorcycle of unknown make and a custom sports car or muscle car so they are no longer saying these are gmc i, I don't know if you well we've seen the movie paul yeah. but um <laughs> they're all gmc and now it's like cars of an unknown make we didn't get sponsorship yes but here's the thing fowler knows the decepticons are back yeah well and prime's like chances are good they never left yeah and, and he the- wants to bring in the military and this is when prime really shuts him down and he's like no and fowler backs down 
Actually, uh, bulkhead, th this is a, an important beat. Bulkhead's like, you got to know that Autobots use force, just the right amount of force. And then he rips like a piece of gear <laughs> yes. off the wall. And Ratchet's like, I needed that. <laughs> and it kind of turns into a running gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Prime tells like, all right, guys, knock it off. Look, Fowler, like getting the army involved with the Decepticons is only going to end up getting humans killed. Mm. And he can't let that happen. You do what you want, but I cannot allow that to happen. Yeah, and Fowler says, okay, look, you handle the Decepticons quietly or I will, which is a greatest, like, we've established the major, I guess, hurdle for Optimus. Take care of this covertly. Yeah. But uh, back with the Decepticons, uh, man, it feels fucking good to be saying Decepticons again and not Vehicons. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Megatron just jams this shard of Dark Energon into Cliffjumper's chest, and Starscream just starts backing away slowly. Here we got a new tie! It's Terracon Cliffjumper! off and you got a new toy for him what do you get a toy for everything yes so he wakes up and he's like a crazy zombie like he's and his eyes are glowing purple and he charges these two decepticon drones and this is like he literally grabs one of their skulls or heads and yes. crushes he it in crushes his, hand. his head he crushes <laughs> crushing his head okay he does. he does but then like the other one he just jumps on top of and just rips apart and uh the other drone starts shooting at cliff jumper but uh, now he has a force field i guess because like this kind of thing comes up and blocks the shots and cliff jumper just takes that one apart too mm. and starscream doesn't think this was a very good idea <laughs> and then so what uh megatron's like don't worry he just he, megatron's explaining that basically the blood of unicron makes him come back to life uh and he's a mindless killing machine that just wants to kill and as he says that uh zombie cliff jumper terracon cliff jumper uh turns around and charges um Megatron, who pulls out a sword and fucking cuts him in half. Yeah, like samurai style, like from shoulder to hip on the opposite side. It's like, holy fuck. And he kind of, he kicks him off, off the cliff down into this Energon mine, but the top half is still crawling up. Mm. Like it's still got, he has, it has one hand and it's crawling over the ledge to still try to kill Megatron. So yeah, Me Megatron's like, okay, this is going to be the source of my army if, once I learn how to control it. And then back at Autobot HQ, Ratchet picks up Cliffjumper's signal just for a moment. Yes, and Prime's like, how's that even possible? And Ratchet's like, it isn't. It's because of this shit earth computer equipment. It's, it's full of bugs. <laughs> I like Ratchet. I like this Ratchet. But um, Optimus says, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't buy that. Ratchet, you prep the sick bay. The rest of us are going to go investigate and see if we can find Cliffjumper. Yeah, and Miko's like, hey, what can we do? And Prime's like, uh, stay with Ratchet. And she's like, aw. And then Ratchet's like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> And there is a quick scene here where Ratchet explains that, look, a ground bridge is basically a space bridge and we can use a ground bridge, but we don't have the energon uh, and energy for a space bridge, which means we're trapped on Earth. Yeah. Jack kind of figures, oh, that's why you're stuck here. And uh, mm -hmm. Raph asks, like, will it work for humans? Ratchet's like, well, yeah. <laughs> and then Miko's like, hey, could I use it to go to Tokyo to visit my parents? And Ratchet's like, that's a great idea. And take these two with you. He <laughs> does not like kids. And we cut to the Automobots and they uh, ground bridge into like into the bottom layer or level of this Energon mine and take up a position and see all these drones and really without much reconnaissance, just stand up and open fire. Yep. The drones attack and one of them's riding one of these giant drill things. So I guess it's still have manual controls <laughs> and commercial break. <laughs> and when we come back, uh, the Autobots fight the Decepticons and it's a pretty good fight scene. Mm. 
Uh, Darcy they, does one really cool move. I was cool just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> she does a couple. Like, they doubled down on how much ass she could kick from the last episode. Uh, she, like, jumps and lands on this thing's shoulders and grabs its head, like, between her, her feet or her calves and then just does this spin jump thing and just twists its fucking head clean off. It's like, yeah! That's like oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat. And that's how she kind of came shit. at it with, oh my God, yeah, she kicked ass. Um, and like Bumblebee had a good hit and uh, Bulkhead smashed one of those drills out of the way. Optimus has a couple great shots, but that like single shot with RC just kicking mm. ass was. And, and you really get the feeling that these are giant robots fighting. Like it actually feels like these are big fucking things. Uh, I can't. I know we're fucking licking this show's asshole, but what a great show. <laughs> anyway, um, we go back to Ratchet being a grump with kids and yes. his computer keeps like having a system overload. And Raph's like, maybe I could fix it. And he's like, no, you couldn't. Oh, all right. You did. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's a very quick scene. Bang, and it, we, we get it. Yeah. Raph, Raph. But what is established is they don't really have transformer and autobot technology they don't have autobot science no <laughs> um they're using they're literally using the old computers that were left over in this abandoned missile silo they were given yeah we find out later that the autobots were just given this thing to as a place to live then we go back to the mines and a bunch more drones with drills enter the area uh, there's a little stephen king reference here because optimus orders maximum yeah, overdrive yeah, yeah, and yeah. they all transform and just drive straight to the camera so yeah there you go this machine just called me an asshole I feel like we should have acdc going in the background right here what they do the way they attack the drones is yeah literally they just drive over all of them it's just ram into them and it's a pretty quick fight and they all just come screaming into this room with crates of energon i guess then they go all sneak mode like yeah really it's like closing the door after the burn <laughs> really? door after the horse runs away like yeah but they see the uh decepticon ship above and uh i guess they they open fire pretty quick or actually yeah they do open fire and rc right away sees cliff jumper's body up on an, a ledge yes and uh, optimus is like all right go get it we'll give you covering fire Mm-hmm. It, uh, meanwhile, with uh, the Decepticons, though, Megatron's just talking to the Dark Energon, and Starscream's kind of getting worried about this. He's like, first of all, like, yeah, there's intruders in the mine, by the way. And Megatron's like, is it Optimus? Like, who else would it be? Yeah, and really. It, Megatron's like, oh, no, I need more time to prepare. Uh, and like, orders them to leave. And Starscream's like, but all the Energon we were mining. And he's like, fuck it, leave it, blow it up, blow it up with the Autobots with it. It's fine. Tell me if I'm wrong, Paul, but this Megatron. There's some Cyclonus in this Megatron. Or some Galvatron, you mean? Yes, yes, some Galvatron is what I meant. But, like, he's... I, you can almost understand where Starscream's coming from. This guy is, like, unbalanced. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, they, uh, they start to pull away, but this is, this is actually when RC runs up to get Cliffjumper's body. And, again, like, she does some crazy Matrix-level jumping-around shit here, but... Like you said earlier, it feels like a big robot doing that. They they animated the weight in really well. She doesn't feel it doesn't feel like wire foo. No, it doesn't. It, and she gets to Cliff Jumper, but once she finally gets up to that platform that he's on, she realizes it's only half of them. Mm-hmm. And it's the upper half. And well, the the floor below her starts to uh, give as the the ship's flown away from the fire. Yeah, because the drones are shooting down at her. So they... and she goes to grab Cliff Jumper. She grabs the arm, and when it hits hanging, it looks up at her and <laughs> again. Yeah, but he almost looks like he pulls his hand free. I think that's to fall what away happened. from her. Yeah, which I don't. Okay, but anyway, he does, and like lands down in a pile of energon like almost in front of 
all the Transformers. Pretty much. And then Starscream just comes in. He's like, hey, guys, what's up? And by the way, I brought this bomb with me. And he just <laughs> drops that. But then he jumps into this like a I guess it's like a tunnel elevator kind of thing leading back it to the ship. It reminded me of the uh, the ring teleporter from Stargate. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Except this one is really, really tall and it goes all the way up to the Decepticon ship. Yeah, now that you, that's what I was kind of thinking. And it glows yellow. So aside from being a different size, basic shape and color, <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Exact same thing. I hope they wrote somebody a check because they're clearly ripping it off. <laughs> but yeah, Star- this is where we finally see Starscream transform and he looks like a really badass version of an F-16. He does. Again, much like Beast Machines had its own look and style, this show, at least when it comes to Transformers, has a very cool look. Mm. So the but the bomb goes down and explodes, and the Autobots actually Optimus tells him to roll out, and the Autobots start to outrace the explosion, and we go to a commercial break. And when we come back, they're still outracing the explosion, and Optimus calls in for a ground bridge, and Ratchet opens one up. Yep, and they get through just in time, and uh, Ratchet's like, okay, what about Cliff Jumper? And they all just kind of look at their feet nobody wants to say anything and then miko's like what was that explosion was there a fight can i come next time (laughs) see this is my problem with miko is it's always about her i think she's on the spectrum it's something (laughs) but uh anyway rc tells starts telling the autobots what happened and it really just i mean from what we can tell cliff jumper and her were very good friends it seems like and it it really just the emotions get over and she kind of swoons a bit and takes a knee and she's like no no no, i'm okay i'm okay and she gets back up but the kids realize oh wow these are robots that can feel and can die yeah they think they might live forever if nothing happens to them but they can die and they can be killed Mm -hmm. but uh ratchet scans rc and uh he's like what's this on your wrist because she's got some of the dark energon on her wrist and she's like cliff jumper was covered in it yeah and he takes a sample and he's like, all right, you go decontaminate now. Yeah, I, I forgot how much I missed the doctor character on a show because we didn't really, really have yeah. that in Beast Wars or Beast Machines. But yeah, it's like it's he's not asking her to do it. It's doctor's orders. Do it right now. Yeah, like, yeah. There was a little bit of it in Rhinox in Beast Wars. A little, maybe. Nothing yeah. in Beast Machines. No. Um, but anyway, she goes off and then the kids are, there's kind of a fun line where Jack's like, hey, Optimus, um, I can't get a cell signal and I have to call my mom or the police will be out. And he's like, yes. have you committed a crime? Yes. And then uh, Raph's like, yeah, I probably need to get home too. It's like 10 o'clock. And then Prime's like, oh, Earth Customs. I hadn't considered Earth Customs. <laughs> like, what? You're surprised that these Earthlings observe Earth Customs? <laughs> it's like, oh. But then he, so he assign, he says, look, you're each going to need, at least for tonight, you're going to need a Guardian. So he assigns Bulkhead to Miko, Bumblebee to Raph. And then he's like, and Ratchet, he's like, busy. Yep. <laughs> RC. <laughs> And she's like, uh, I'm still kind of dizzy. And Ratchet's like, no, no, you're fine. Your physician says you're fine. You, you fucking take him. I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's, he's a great character. Uh, so RC takes, uh, obviously, they all go home, but we follow RC and Jack home. And um, she parks and they have a little bit of a back and forth. Yeah. Like, neither he's of like, them are uh, happy with this situation. I'm, I'm really sorry about your friend Cliff Jumper. And she's like, yeah, what would you know about loss? And then they start arguing. She's like, look, girl trouble isn't the same as having your friend killed, then resurrected as a zombie, then cut in half and left to die again in an exploding mine. All right. Which she's right. <laughs> I was expecting Jack because his mom shows up and I think we have a single mom thing going on. But 
I was expecting Jack to like say, hey, my dad left me when I was that, 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 I know loss, you know, something, but he doesn't. We just do the kind of corny scene where uh, he, his mom comes home. He's like, I can explain. And he, you know, says, I, yeah, it's like the scene in Bumblebee where very much so RC transforms behind him before mom can see him. Yeah. Or see her, sorry. <laughs> There's two things that stuck out to me uh, in this scene. One is that the mom looks a lot like Stephanie Beatrice from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, who is uh, beautiful. <laughs> but the other one is there was a line that made me laugh so hard where he's like, look, mom, I always wanted to buy a bike ever since I bought this motorbike helmet that when I was little that still fits me and is conveniently yes. sitting out here in the garage for this example. Um, and he's like, besides, he says, you always told me to make responsible choices. And so I bought this and dude, in no situation is buying a fucking racing bike, a responsible choice yes. ever, never. But your mother, my Brother bought a motor, like a bike very much like that uh, when he was in his late twenties, and my mother's our mother still worried about <laughs> yeah. him. Like, but uh, the next morning, RC wants he's she's like, okay, come on, get, let's get the fuck out of here. I want to go to Autobot HQ. <laughs> Leave a note for your mother. <laughs> <laughs> she worries. She worries. <laughs> um, so we go back to uh, Megatron's uh, throne room, I guess, and Starscream has insisted he killed Optimus because of that bomb. Yeah, and Megatron's like, yeah, I'm gonna need some proof, man. Because Optimus is not so easily destroyed, or did you forget we've been fighting this guy for like thousands, if not millions of years? Yeah, and it, Starscream's like, I think the dog Energon's infected, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Megatron says, You know what? I think you're right. I, maybe I haven't gone far enough. And yeah. he takes a shard of Dark Energon other and way jabs himself in his own spark. And meanwhile, that's fucking hardcore. Uh, meanwhile, uh, at Autobot headquarters, Ratchet is analyzing the creepy glue because this is totally yeah, fucking creepy. creepy. Glue. Yeah, it's purple now and uh, it's new and approved. Yeah, and he spills a drop onto that thing that Bulkhead destroyed earlier because it's still on the floor because these guys don't pick anything up. Nice and setup payoff. It turns into a spider bot that jumps at the camera <laughs> to be continued. After Megatron brings Cliffjumper back to life and he goes totally haywire on the Decepticon drone, Starscream starts panicking. He's like, what, this, this is your plan? Bring dead Autobots back to life to attack us? And it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen, Starscream? It's an Autobot. Even if it weren't a mindless zombie, it's still going to attack you. By the way, this was your idea, Starscream. Megatron asked if you wanted to play guinea pig, but oh no, you didn't feel like dying today and you had a better idea. Yeah, Megatron, here's this Autobot carcass we just kept around after I killed it. We even strapped it to this gurney and threw some restraints on there just in case he was playing possum. Yeah, fool me once, right? Anyway, then I got a couple of drones to carry it around just off camera at all times. Would it be ready to go at two seconds notice if and when we ever needed it for something? Oh yeah, I got a whole entourage of these guys carrying shit around for me. Hey, you want a pina colada? Yeah, I got a guy carrying them around for me too, in case you get thirsty. Yeah, MC Hammer, eat your heart out. You know that guy used to pay an entourage like 25 people to follow him around everywhere? Like, guaranteed he didn't have lackeys carrying dead fucking bodies around. Here we are at the end of another episode of Defenpiss Prime. Mm. The next episode we're going to be watching is Darkness Rising Part 3. If you want to see something... <laughs> I think we've done all the number gags, man. Yeah, and we've done something that's really dark. You know, find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell everybody you know, tell all your friends. And tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformed And until the next episode, keep on transforming. <coughs> See you later. Fucking <laughs> God.
maximum overdrive. 